I pastor 20 years in Louisiana, and it's hard to sit down with somebody who's navigating pain or going through something and you not carry a little bit of that. This is the Church Growth Nation Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Ross Turner, and you are listening and watching Church Growth Nation. We've got Dino Rizzo, Rizzazzi, Rizzazzo. All the above. All the above. Yeah. Dino above. Rizzo. We're in downtown San Luis Obispo right now, and you flew in yesterday? Flew in today. Flew in today. Just got here, man. Hopped off your private jet? Very, several of those. <laughs> yeah, one of them is called Delta. The other one's called American. And every once in a while, I take my one called Southwest. Nice. It's pretty powerful. I really yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah. Where, are you, where do you live? I live in Birmingham now. Yeah. So I pastored in Baton Rouge, Louisiana for 20 years. Yeah. Relocated to Birmingham, Alabama uh, seven years ago. My brother-in-law played in the minors. Okay. And he played, what's the minor league team there? Uh, Birmingham Barons. Yeah, he played Michael Jordan played there. I did not know yeah, that. That was when he played baseball for a year or two. He played in Birmingham with your... Brother. Well, he probably didn't play with him at the same time, <laughs> but that's awesome. We got but you Adam. played basketball with Michael Jordan, though. I did, yes. yes. Or like him. Like him, yeah. with him. Yeah. He's my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got Adam Magania. Adam's been with us before. He's the lead pastor of Active Church, which actually meets. I could throw a baseball. I could hit he a hit, if he If he get hit a seven iron, he hit right at it. But We're going to beep that out. <laughs> Adam planted the church almost three years ago, or just past three years ago. Two years ago. This is the birthday coming up. When? Two years. Yeah, we'll be, we're, we just turned two last month, so we'll, we're celebrating our two-year next week. Nice, and yeah. uh, it's been going really good. And so these two people not only you know have churches that they influence, but they also have the experience of having people talk to you and talk to you about advice on you know how to better their churches and you know, tips and, and things to really further their walk with God personally and make it through. And so what I want to talk to you, I'll start with you, Dino, is I hear a lot from the pastors that we work with that yeah. they're like, pastoring is lonely. Sure. Pastoring is hard. Um, pastoring is hard on your family and you feel isolated. It's financially hard. It's often harder than they expected. Yeah. Why is that? Well, I think culture's hard right now. So I think everybody's going through stuff. Doctors and librarians and maids and construction workers and teachers. I mean, we're it's tough right now anyway on everybody. Uh, I think what happens in ministry or in pastoring or, or whatever it is, um, you know, you're so connected to it. It's it's physically can be long hours. Uh, your, your, your soul is tied up into it. You're emotionally very connected to it. it. It's spiritual in nature. It's, you know, it takes about everything there is. And, uh, you know, you're dealing with people's problems. You're counseling with people. You're walking through people's pain. Uh, you're navigating through the maze of personalities and trauma and experiences that people have walked through. And a lot of times, even though you try not to carry it, you carry that. I know I pastored 20 years in Louisiana, and it's hard to sit down with somebody who's navigating pain or going through something and you not carry a little bit of that or you'd be totally compartmentalized. You're not going to be good if you are compartmentalized. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's just that stress and pressure that you carry and then expectations. I mean, that's hard to ever, you know, you're, you, 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 you want to do well for people. You want people to like you. Uh, you get up and speak every week and you, everybody holds up, whether it's a six or a four or an eight. And so you're constantly getting rated or judged. Mm-hmm. So that can be hard on you. And, and then the pressure on your marriage and raising kids, everybody's in a glass house. So it can be tough. Yeah. Uh, you always tell me, like we were talking yesterday and you talk about 
point to a problem or a tension in people's lives and that's where you kind of get it out of them. Yeah. What do you hear when you talk to other pastors? I think a lot of, yeah, I think what Pastor Dino said uh, is probably spot on is the fact that there's a lot of expectation. We live in Instagram world. So every single Sunday you're going home, even whether you had a great Sunday or a terrible Sunday, if you're opening up Instagram, you're looking at everyone else's feed and you know, so-and-so just had 500 people spontaneously baptized and they're opening a fifth campus and you're going, we're just trying to get one campus. And so I think we live in a highly comparison centric world as it is. And I think Dino hit the nail on the head. I don't care if you're a physician, a teacher, uh, you're a student, you're constantly looking at this metric of Instagram and Twitter and whatever, and you're looking at how do I compare? And I think for some pastors, I think if you allow that, I think it's okay to be hungry. It's okay to look at like benchmark, like, hey, I wanna get better. I wanna grow my, my leadership lid. I wanna reach more people, of course. I think it's okay to have a level of, hey, I wanna do better, I wanna grow, and I wanna see what other people are doing. But I think it's like me on the way over here, I was looking, I saw our worship leaders in a car next to us and I'm driving and as I drove, I was looking at them, waving at them and I'm swerving out of my lane because I'm trying to say hi to my worship leaders. And I think some some leaders right now, they're just not in their lane. They're looking around and looking everywhere. Instead of making forward progress, they're, they're swerving all over the road. So I think that's really hard on pastors these days. Yeah. Comparison. I think it's an unfair thing. Uh, if I'm, if I'm a guy who owns a t-shirt shop, I either do good or do bad, but it's black and white, it's numbers. Yeah. I brought my money home for my family or I didn't, yeah. right? For a pastor, it's like up to the person's judgment. Yeah. Like you've got a person who's having a bad day and they can be like, you suck, right. you know? Yeah. Or, you, or you've got, you know, it's just, for some reason I think when you are going through something, you feel like you have the, the right to kind of tell a pastor if they're doing a good job or not. And I feel like every decision that you make kind of has to be like shared mm. because you're leading an organization, not leading a business. Yeah. Like I can make a wrong decision here and I'm like, well, shut up. That's what we're doing. You know, <laughs> but when you're a pastor, it's like, well, oh, did you see him? It's like, you're a spiritual leader, just more depth to everything. It's gotta be draining. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it almost feels like, you know, if you go to a church, you kind of, hey, it's my church. Everybody has a little stake in it. Everybody has a share. Yeah. And so, you know, everybody's a shareholder, yeah. you know, and so everybody gets to say what they feel or gets to give their opinion. Mm -hmm. And I think there's, there's healthy space for that. But if, if that gets on you, then you're starting to live then to the beat of, of another drum other than God's call and what the, the purpose on my life and mm -hmm. what I contribute to the kingdom of God. And uh, that can get you messed up. What's better to be a guy who doesn't even phased by it. And you just, you do what you do and it's like, whatever, they don't like it, they can leave, whatever, yeah. or that guy, or the other extreme where you feel everything it's and you want to talk about it. It's in the middle. It's both and you can't have, you don't want to be either or, you're out of touch or you're, you know, you're a puppet. You got to be somewhere in the middle where you, you realize that I'm, I'm a little insulated from all the negative but I'm still in touch with what people are walking through. And I, and I think the best place for that is in your own security in Christ. Yeah. I know that's cliches, I know that's simple answers, but literally when I'm secure in Christ and I know that I'm being the best version of me, mm -hmm. then um, I can be okay with the ups and downs. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm not gonna take the credit when it goes good, mm -hmm. which I shouldn't, all glory goes to God. Mm -hmm. Then I shouldn't take all the credit when it goes bad. Mm -hmm. So I got to live somewhere in that in that middle space. Yeah, I have found you could probably experience this too with active church growing. But I have found that a lot of times we think the problems that we have 
kind of fade as success happens. Mm -hmm. Like our church gets bigger, we're a little bit more financially secure. Like our company gets bigger, we we got more money, we got more employees. But I found that the the part that grows with the good is the criticism mm. and the the angry people and the disappointment, the isolation. So if you don't yeah. have that under control at a hundred people, right. uh-huh. it's gonna kill you at a thousand people. Well, I think it's the illustration of the table, right? So you, you if you have a table that's you know six feet by three feet wide and you want you want to have a banquet, right? But you're only your table's this big, then what happens is you start adding too much to that table, stuff starts falling off. I think the same way, whether you're trying to grow uh, a marketing business, you're trying to grow the local church, you're trying to grow uh, your organization, you have to raise up leaders. And I think w- oftentimes happens is, I think we we grow faster than our character allows us to. Mm-hmm. And we don't have that security in Christ, like Pastor Dino says, and we end up falling to the, you know, those things of like, com- you know, comparison and then thinking all, all my value mm-hmm. is wrapped up in what people say about me or don't say yeah. about me. And I think that's just a, a common thing, but yeah. We talk about comparison, right? And there's negative and there's positive. Like if this church in Tampa, Florida did something that really, really worked, like so there's there's some good yeah, that we should yeah. implement. But also then I think you can take it too far when you start like not being yourself. Yeah. And you start, well, they did this series, so we're gonna do this. They dress like this, so we're gonna dress like this. And everybody's kind of becoming a clone of each other. So you gotta find a way to take the good, but still be you. Yeah. I mean, how do you be authentic still but also kind of with all these art churches and a yeah. network, how do you get the good without losing your authenticity? Yeah. Well, I'm a big SEC football fan. So I'm, I'm we, we, you know, passionate in Louisiana. So my, my wife is a big LSU fan. My daughter goes to Bama. Oh. My son-in-law's a Bama fan. So we're all thrown into this world. Um, and, and you think about, it, there are some basics of football that works. Whether you're on the West Coast, uh, you know, if, if, whether you're up north or SEC, you're going to run, you're going to pass, you're going to snap the ball, you're going to block. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to go out for a pass. Mm-hmm. So there, I think with every church, there are some basic elements yeah. that are kind of plug and play. Mm-hmm. But what happens is you got to figure out based on the, your personnel, mm-hmm. based on your opponent, how to customize your game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I'm going to either have to, based on my part, I'm going to need to run more. I'm going to need to pass more. I'm going to need to spread. Uh, I'm going to have to come up with a trick play. My special teams are going to have to be really good. I'm weak on the line. So my, so I think that's how it could You we, went deep there with I, the football. I, I, you I went really I'm deep. all about it. My son played college ball. And so I was a blocking tight end. They never throw me the ball. And so, uh, <laughs> but what I see is, because we plant, you know, we'll plant 80 churches this year. Yeah. And we've got 800 and I think 873 that we planted. So in all of, there's some basics. You gotta love people. Mm-hmm. You gotta serve the community. You gotta sing. Somebody's gotta preach. Mm-hmm. You gotta pray. You need a building. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gotta build a team. Mm-hmm. Just like, and there's basics about your business right here. It's right. incredible. Yeah. And, um, but you gotta contextualize. You gotta figure out what your community, what your people, and, and, and how that is working for you. And uh, so you can learn, but you got to be careful in the comparison because it'd be like me saying to my, um, my, my, you know, when my kids were growing, I had a, you know, they were, they were part in age. So it would be, look, look at my three-year-old say, why aren't you as big as my eight-year-old? I need you to wear the clothes they wear. I need you to study that. Now, I have to contextualize. She's, she's three. This one's eight. Mm-hmm. They're going to be at a different pace. They're going to grow differently. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, why aren't you as tall as she is? Something's wrong with you because mm-hmm. you're not as tall as your older sister. Mm-hmm. And I think we start comparing things that are not even the same. Mm-hmm. We don't have their personnel. Mm-hmm. We don't have their history. We didn't. We don't have their coach. So I would. I would tell planters, and I love the name of your your, your church, Growth Nation. Mm-hmm. That's killer. Uh, I would tell everybody, hey. You know, you 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 got to customize. You got to contextualize. Yeah. Based on where you're at, and what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Do you I mean do you struggle with that? Like, I know that that worked for that guy in New Hampshire. I want to do that, but I feel like it's New not Hampshire. me. But I want to. <laughs> Is there anything working in New Hampshire? <laughs> I don't know. The joke. Of all the yeah. I was going to pull out a state and I pull out yeah. New Hampshire. Yeah, you reached. Yeah, I think I think that's constantly the. And you know, when you first start, you're looking for proven methods, right? Yeah. Best practices. I think that's what the Arc offers. I think getting around guys that have done it right for so long, there's principles that work everywhere, right? Um, when it comes to the specifics of series, graphics, all that stuff, I love what Rick Warren says, if my bullet fits your gun, then shoot it. I think there is a time where it takes it takes time to figure out, like Pastor Dino said, what does your community need? And is if it's if I'm just pulling something from, you know, Pastor Chris and what's working in, you know, Birmingham, that may work on the surface, but as it flushes out, maybe our small groups need to, need to be more specific to topics and not as free market because people are still a little more mm-hmm. biblically illiterate. So I think there's always going to be a, I think you should go online, get free stuff, download stuff from Grow, but then make sure that you're filtering through who are we mm-hmm. and what's our message, you know, and what are we really trying to accomplish here in our city and our community.